Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Are Democrats using the classified document scandal to get rid of Joe Biden? I'll give you my thoughts on that. Plus, Republican Congressman Byron Donald battles Joy Reid in a very entertaining and telling segment. And a 17-year-old girl is shamed by the YMCA in San Diego after she found a trans-identified male showering in her locker room. All that and more, this is Can't Cancel Rob Smith. Problematics, problematics. Okay, so the biggest story that's going on right now in the media is this Joe Biden classified document scandal. I'm not going to get too deep into it in terms of the semantics of it. We all know that basically the top line is that Joe Biden had classified documents in places that they were not supposed to be while he was vice president. The ones in question, and this was one of the most boneheaded things that he had admitted to, though the ones that are in question right now, even though we seem to be finding more and more of these things every single day, is that there were these documents that were locked in his garage next to his Corvette in the Delaware home. Now, this is the same Delaware home that we have now found that Hunter Biden was renting, quote unquote, for 30, excuse me, for $50,000 a month, right? So all of this right now is super, super shady. And so what this does in that revelation, it connects this scandal, the classified document scandal, to the Hunter Biden scandal. And if you've been listening problematics for a while, we have gone in depth with the Hunter Biden scandal ever since October of 2020 when Twitter and the mainstream media colluded to make you think that that story was not real. It was very real. It was pro- it was very damaging. If the story had allowed to have gone bigger, it probably would have had a very detrimental effect in Joe Biden's chances in 2020. So now what we have here are all of these things intersecting. In the Hunter Biden stuff, when it comes to the Ukraine stuff, when it comes to the the stuff that was on the laptop, this all, all of this stuff is very very bad. Okay, these things are not good and these things are very real, right? And so now there is this sense 
that is coming from the left, that is coming from Democrats, these people are in panic mode right now. Because here's the thing, and this is what everybody knows. Everybody knows that the mainstream media exists only to promote Democrats and to destroy Republicans, right? We know that. And I'll get into a little bit of that in the next segment because I'm going to play you this battle that Joy Reid had had with Byron Donalds when he did her show. So we all know that the mainstream media is corrupt. We all know that they do not give Republicans a fair shake. But now they're in this space where the Biden era in this administration is messing up so much, so fundamentally, that you can't ignore these things anymore. You can't ignore Mayor Pete's failures as transportation secretary. You cannot ignore what's going on with this economy right now. You cannot ignore the major scandal that is going on right now with this classified document situation. And so the mainstream media is now in course correction mode. And I think that they'll be in course correction mode probably for the next 10, 15, 20 years, honestly, because they went so far down the rabbit hole when it came to Trump. They be clowned themselves. They expose themselves for exactly who they are. And look, if you want to play the sort of uh, centrist elder safety. Like, if you want to play the Jake, Jake Tapper role, right? So if you're Jake Tapper and you are a liberal, but you're going to pretend that you're not a liberal and you're going to pretend you're an actual newsman, which is what he does, all of these people and all of these outlets were doing that before, right? But Trump broke these people's brains to the level to which they exposed themselves so much during those years that the numbers went down, nobody trusts them, nobody watches, nobody cares anymore, right? So they're in course correction mode because they have to make people, they they have to present the illusion that they're as tough on Democrats as they are on Republicans, which we all know is completely false. And so in order to do that, they're going to have to pretend as if they are very disturbed uh, by these classified documents that were found in in multiple different places in the Joe Biden orbit that they were not supposed to be found by right so they they have to pretend that they're very deeply upset about all of this stuff and this you know this sometimes um comes out in in some very entertaining moments so I want to play for you this this is CNN's Don Lemon. Don Lemon is now on the morning show. You know, he got demoted from the primetime show because he just honestly was not smart enough to handle that show. It just, Don Lemon would have been more interesting in primetime if he would have been the soft conservative that he used to be before Trump broke his brain, right? So he's, you know, demoted to the sidelines. So he's on the morning show. And Chuck Schumer came to the morning show to when when democrats go to cnn it they're going to cnn not to be asked tough questions they're going to cnn to to peddle some propaganda right and so this is a very interesting back and forth that happened between don lemon and in his his boss chuck schumer so you said the president has fully cooperated, and there's no indication that he and the White House have not. But there is a real question about transparency and what the American people deserve. Let me, is, just, let me just let me let me prosecutors will just, get to the bottom of this, and let's let them do it for I, God's I, sakes. I, I, hear I know you, you all want to buzz I around and all of that, but let me let me buzz for a minute. Let me buzz for one minute, and I promise we'll get on. But it's not just hold on. It's not just us buzzing around. You're the the Democratic head of the Senate. This is a really important issue. It's not just buzzing around. No, but we have. And if there were no special prosecutor, there would be. You know, you might have a different thing to say. But there is. 
And now we have the law enforcement people who have the power to get all the facts out doing it. I support both. I think we should have a special prosecutor on each. I don't mind your asking these questions, but my view is I'm not going to say anything. Let the special prosecutors do their job. And so, look, the special prosecutor said this is Banana Republic type stuff, right? Everybody knows that, and I'm going to tell you guys problematics. I'm going to tell you how this is going to work out with this quote unquote special prosecutor. There's a lot of Democrats right now that are doing a lot of media tours. Uh, Raphael Warnock, you know, Chuck Schumer, uh, all of these other people that are saying, well, you know what, we're taking this very seriously. We have appointed a special counsel, a special prosecutor. We're looking into this. What's going to happen is this. That's going to be the line that they're going to use uh, while they're trying to defend this stuff over the next, I don't know, three to six months while, while this stuff goes on. And then as soon as... Um, Biden is cleared from this because we all know these are going to be cleared from this. You know, the Merrick Garland, uh, who is, you know, the attorney general that, that's appointed, you know, by this administration, he's not going to try to take Joe Biden down, right? So this is nothing more than political theater. And also, and this is what I truly believe, I believe that there's going to be more stuff that comes out. And I think that the new House majority is going to start figuring this stuff out because everything that happened in the utter humiliation and embarrassment of Kevin McCarthy a couple of weeks back, that was so that the Republican members of the House know that the investigations that they're looking into doing are not going to be toothless. And that also, by the way, McCarthy will go through with these investigations. These House members want to investigate the Hunter Biden stuff. They certainly want to investigate this classified document stuff, right? So these people are going to get to the bottom of this. And what I really do believe is, honestly, this is all covered. Now, there are some people that think because you hear Warnock saying this and, and you hear, you know, Don Lemon challenging his his bosses you know, at the Democrat Party by actually asking them real questions. There are people that think, well, you know, do the Democrats and do the left want to get rid of Joe Biden? Do they not want him at the top of the ticket for 2024? I personally believe they're between a rock and a hard place. I do not believe that they want him at the top of the ticket, but I do not know that there's anyone else. Because if it's not Biden, who is it going to be? Kamala Harris? Kamala Harris could not win. If Kamala Harris was at the top of the ticket, she'd win New York and California, and that's it. So that's not a real choice. Mayor Pete is a complete disaster as transportation secretary. He's not going to run for president again until he thinks that he is more fully ready or at least more far removed from the scandal after scandal after scandal that he's seen as transportation secretary from the supply chain issues that we were going through in, in 2021 and, and still we're going through, by the way, in late 2022 to the complete disaster that happened with Southwest and during the, the holiday travel season to this uh, nightmare, embarrassing nightmare in which these thousands of flights were completely grounded. And this just happened about a week and a half ago. So, Pete Buttigieg is somebody that doesn't really care about anything but becoming the first gay president, which he'll never become, by the way. But he is not going to run until it's politically expedient for him. So there's going to be no Pete Buttigieg. I don't think that Gavin Newsom will run because here's the thing. This country is about, this country is making a shift to the right. 
you have to look at every single thing that is happening in this country right now. This country is saying that we have had enough. This country is saying, I think that, you know, the Senate could have went to Republicans if if they had made different choices. But look, the House went to Republicans. But even culturally, the biggest movie of the year is is Top Gun, right? Which could have came right out of 1985 in, in certain ways. This country is moving to the right. I think Democrats know that Biden is going to be a one-term president. I think that the only way that they think that they can win is if Trump is at the top of the ticket. And that presidential campaign is so anemic at this point that people, there are people that think that Trump is not even going to make it to the primaries, right? So all of this stuff is going on right now. So even though a Gavin Newsom would be a very just aesthetically, physically attractive person, to put at the top of the ticket, he's not going to want to do it. He's not going to want to run against anybody but Trump, basically. he Gavin Newsom is not going to want to run against anybody that's competent or anybody that's that doesn't have the baggage that Donald Trump has. And, and, and speaking of a, a potential Trump-Biden matchup in 2024, you've got to think right now, you've got to know that the Biden people want Trump to be the nominee. They would love to run against Trump. They know how to run against Trump. And if this classified document scandal comes up against Trump, they're just going to say, well, look at all the scandals that you had. Look at all these different things. So it's not going to play with anybody but Trump. So these people want Trump to be the nominee completely, wholeheartedly, 100%. If some other Republican gets the nominee, if it ends up being Nikki Haley or Mike Pompeo or, uh, you know, if DeSantis throws his hat in the ring, et cetera, et cetera. If the Republican nominee is somebody that doesn't have the amount of baggage that Trump has, then Biden's going to be in trouble when it comes to all of these scandals, because there are a lot of scandals in this administration, not only the classified document scandal, the Hunter Biden stuff, but also just the fundamental, you know, mismanagement of the country, which is why we're in the position that we're in right now. So look, I don't believe that a lot of these Democrats that are sort of speaking up uh, against Biden and, and calling the handling of the classified documents sloppy, I don't think that these people are trying to take Biden out. I think that they are trying to present the appearance of objectivity and that, look, you know, we're tough on our own, which is, of course, completely false. All right, coming up, Joy Reid battled Republican Congressman Byron Donald in an epic showdown. I'm going to play a little bit of that for you and break it all down for you after the break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to luckylandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, Problematic. So welcome back. Um, Look. If you know who Joy Reid is, Joy Reid is one of the biggest idiots on cable news. Uh, She is, in Tucker Carlson's words, the race lady on MSNBC. And and you know, sometimes, I got to tell you, Problematics, I will will watch Joy Reid. I will watch the readout on MSNBC. If I'm home at 7 p.m., I will turn this on. In my mind, I am thinking, what sort of crazy stuff is Joy Reid saying today? All right. And so that's why I watched the show. She is so <sighs> stupid. This is not somebody that is a deep thinker. This is somebody what annoys me the most about the sort of black liberal bourgeoisie of the left is that these people cannot these people do not see the world through any other lens than that of their race. These people see Every single thing through the lens of race. It is all she talks about. It is all she thinks about. It is the only way that she experiences the planet, which I feel sorry for these people because to be a black person or a person of color and to limit yourself so much into thinking that the only way to see the world is via the lens of race, even though I know it's her hustle and she this is how she makes all the money, this is how she appeases uh, her white liberal masters, this is the game that she's playing and, you know, she's loved by black people and she gets all the, like, I, I understand it. To me, it just seems very sad. But anyway, and again, with this shift to the right, that's happening in this country right now, you have even the MSNBCs of the world. She hosted Republican Congressman Byron Donalds from Florida for what a, a bit of a, a bit of a showdown, a bit of a throwdown. There was a thread that went out about this with all of these clips, and she was so thoroughly, so fundamentally destroyed because she just didn't know basic facts. It was almost kind of embarrassing, right? You know, people like Joy Reid... Are not, you know, she doesn't have to do a whole lot of thinking to do that show. She invites people that are only going to agree with everything that she's saying. Uh, she can always default back to race if the conversations get too wonky. She doesn't really know anything about anything other than race, 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 race. So Byron Donalds actually confronted her with a, a lot of different facts. But in this clip, I'm going to play for you. They're kind of battling here because. In that sort of the 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 big, you know, what was going on with Kevin McCarthy and, and them getting all the concessions before they would elect him Speaker of the House, uh, Byron Donald's name was thrown out there as Speaker. And I feel like it was like Matt Gates did, because Matt Gates, I, I still think to this day, 
Well, actually, he didn't vote for McCarthy until like the 15th round or something like that. So I think one time he just threw out Byron Donald's name. And look, Byron Donald's is one of three, two, two or three black Republican congressmen. Um, I think there's there's two. I think there's him and there's uh the great our great Congressman Burgess Owens in Utah. But she was basically saying that the Republican Party and the Republicans were tokenizing him because why else would they float Byron Donald for for speaker if not just to say, oh hey, here's our black guy? As if, by the way, and I'm not saying that they're doing this or not doing this, as if the left does not do this at every single moment. And by the way, when the right does this they do it with people like Herschel Walker, which was completely embarrassing. And God knows, I hope they don't run him for anything again. But anyway, I want you to listen to this back and forth between Joy Reid and Joy Reed and Byron Donald. You were nominated for Speaker. Yeah. You've been in Congress one term. Yes. Well, what were your qualifications to be Speaker of the House? Well, look, I think my colleagues, they recognize my leadership and they've seen it in many leaps and bounds. Can you even give specifics? In one term. Secondarily, I've served before at the state level, now here at the federal level. What were your Third, specific qualifications to be Speaker? I, I actually understand budgets. I understand what the long-term okay. ramifications what are. The are jo- what is the job of the Speaker? Fourth. Hold on a second. Oh, we have to have a conversation. I'm trying. What is You're the, cutting me off Hold on. What is the job of Speaker? Can you explain what the job of Speaker is? Of because course. the job of Speaker doesn't have to do every single member of Congress has served. Okay, what is the job? The job of the Speaker of the House, number one, is to actually make sure that the Congress is operating on time. It largely sets the agenda for the conference, Mm -hmm. I mean, for the entire House of Representatives. Mm -hmm. It actually engages in negotiations with the Senate and the White House on major issues, key issues. The Speaker of the House has security clearances that most members do not have. You're number three, obviously, in the line to the presidency, Mm -hmm. and there's much, much more. The job mm -hmm. is critical. Oh, and by the way, the Speaker of the House is also responsible for security. And fundraising, and fundraising. Right. So you've been there one term, Mm -hmm. and you're saying that you would be prepared after one term to do the job that Speaker Pelosi and others who were in leadership, you ran for leadership mm-hmm. and you lost that leadership race to the congresswoman, a congresswoman who ended up being in leadership, right? So you were not elected to leadership, but you believe that though you've never served in leadership ever and you've only served one term, that you believe you were qualified because you got into it back and forth with a fellow congresswoman who was critical of the nomination because it definitely looked like they were looking for a response to Hakeem Jeffries in you. Uh, no, that was not any. Because you've literally anything. been there for one term, so you okay. you do I mean, not. You you've never to, been in leadership. I'm you asking to, you the question. I'm, I'm so answering. That's what, and answering? the reason I'm asking that, I'm okay, just going to ask you this All question: right, is one of the things that not, I don't know that you said it, but members have said is that they wanted to highlight the diversity of the conference. There are four African American members in the House caucus, the Republican caucus. There are 56 members in the Democratic caucus. So just, it's more diverse. There are more African-American members just that are House committee ranking members. They're at the the same number that are actually members of the entire Republican House caucus. So do you not believe that the idea was to make a diversity statement by nominating you? Well, actually first, that was not the idea. Because I was in a room when the decision was made by people who chose to nominate me. That never came. And, what, and you, you still on. not explained I, how you how you were I'm qualified. You never been your, in leadership. Joy, are you going to let me answer your question? Sure. Or you tell us. Over me? Okay. Mm-hmm. Number two. Now let's go back. The reality is, is that a lot of members actually do believe in my ability to lead. They do. Am I to be despised for my youth? 
because I've served one term. My members know that I have the ability to engage other members through the conference, but it's even bigger than that. Listen, we were at an impasse last week in our, in our speakership elections. We got that done. Kevin McCarthy is now Speaker of the mm -hmm. House. At the same time, I was working with members on both sides of our conference to make sure that we can get the job done, and we did. Mm -hmm. And that's the only thing that matters. So I got to tell you, problematics, yeah, Byron Donalds is a better man than me. And honestly, probably one of the reasons why I will never uh, run for elected office or run for Congress is because you have to sit. You ha he literally has to sit there smiling at somebody like Joy Reid, who despises him, who hates him, who wants to destroy him. So he's a better person than me for even going into that lion's den. And I understand why he's doing it. You know, look, as a, a black conservative, there I had this whole idea, you know, last summer. I was very into, like, I want to go, you know, do the battles of mainstream media, and I want to go to MSNBC and CNN and do all of this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And then at some point, you really just start saying, who cares? You really start saying, who cares? Because why on earth... Are you going to waste your time, your energy, and the be had the patience of of Job, okay, to sit there and and look at Joy Reid, who is interrupting him, who doesn't know any of her stuff, who is there only to attack him for her super far left woke audience, the patience of of Job to do this. And so the question that I had when I was sort of taking these meetings and deciding if this is something that I wanted to do and all that stuff was, why bother? Why bother trying to reason with people who hate you, trying to reason with people who want to destroy you? And this is a very interesting, um, I'll, I'll give you a little segue here. And I haven't spoken publicly about this, but you know, you're my problematics. So I had a, uh, a dinner with, um, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and his comms team and the First Lady and, and, and a, a couple of other influencers probably about uh, three and a half weeks ago. And when you speak to the comms team, and this is not speaking outside of school because they will say these things publicly, and you'd even, I even spoke to DeSantis about this, they despise the mainstream media. They know exactly what the aim of the mainstream media is. The aim of the mainstream media is is to destroy and discredit and embarrass Republicans, period. So if you know that this is the aim of the mainstream media, if you know that this is what CNN and MSNBC and ABC News, if you know that this is what these people want to do, why even engage them? And I think that that was the, the question. And Ron DeSantis does not want to engage these people at all. He would rather talk uh, to local reporters, et cetera, et cetera. But it really does make the point as to why Byron Donald did this. And I know, and I know why he did it. I've, I've spoken with, with uh, Byron Donald more than once. He really is a, he's a good man. He's a stand-up dude. And he is the one. If we're going to have, and you know, she had different facts. There are four uh, black Republicans in Congress. The person that has to do this has to be him. Because if anybody can sit there with a smile on their face and sort of, and if you get into some of these other clips, like he demolishes Joy Reid. If he can sit there with a smile on his face, talk about the facts and look at her as if this is not one of the biggest morons that he's probably ever encountered in his life, 
then he is definitely the one to be doing this in the mainstream media for us. And I, and I think he's been doing a lot of CNN as well. And I love it, support him, love all of it. But it was very interesting how the argument comes from the left. The argument comes from Joy Reid that because we have more black people, then we don't tokenize our black people, which is ridiculous because of course they do. Of course they do. The Democrats have, this is, they figured out a, a much, much, much longer time before Republicans did because Republicans suck. Uh, they're losers. They're culturally illiterate. And they lose on purpose, I think, sometimes. But Democrats have had realized decades and decades and decades ago that their crap policies that hurt black people, that literally keep black people down, are going to most properly be advocated by black people and people that have sold every bit of their souls to that party. And these are people, these are not dumb people. Okay, these are actually very smart people, not Joy Reid. Joy Reid's an idiot. Um, I'm talking about the black Republicans, excuse me, the black Democrats in Congress. And there are, there are dozens of them, right? And these people are more or less, like they're mostly corrupt to the bone. Look at Maxine Waters. I mean, it, ridiculous, right? So these people have pretty much known that they're going to sell out the black community um, with bad policies because these policies are bad. But they know that, number one, they're going to use their position to get wealthy. Number two, um, they're going to use the rest of the political and mainstream media and entertainment establishment to brainwash black people um, into thinking that Democrats have their best um, intentions at heart, which they very, very obviously don't. And that they're going to get rich off of it, just like Maxine Waters, just like Sheila Jackson Lee, just like all of these people. I was having a very interesting conversation yesterday at brunch with a new friend who's actually a liberal a liberal who works in politics. And we were talking about what happened on Capitol Hill with the um with the Kevin McCarthy stuff. And he made a and we both very agreed on one thing. We had a very astute observation. We said, look, you know, the the days of people going to Congress and kind of like cosplaying, those days are over. Because if the squad was really about advocating for their quote unquote progressive values, they would have done to uh, Nancy Pelosi what the Freedom Caucus did to Kevin McCarthy. But they didn't do it uh, because they're getting Met Gala invites and they're making millions of dollars and, and they're cosplaying. They're basically, uh, they're basically liberal social media influencers at this point. And so on right and left, people are getting fed up with the people that are supposed to be representing them that are just getting absorbed into this system. So that was a very interesting, interesting um, take from that liberal person that works in politics. But as far as this battle with Byron Donalds and Joy Reid, I love it. I hope that he does more of it. I don't know if he's going to do Joy Reid again, but uh, he needs to do more mainstream media because he is, I think, a very, very effective, very effective face for black Republicans. You cannot look at Joe, like you cannot look at Byron Donalds and think that that man's stupid. You can't look at him and, and call him less of a man. 
I think that, you know, he gets some criticism from the left and, and his wife had tweeted about this. He gets criticism from the left for being married to a white woman. I mean, I, this is something that is very important um, to black liberals. It's very bizarre. Um, but if you're going to have somebody that's going to do this, I think it should be Byron Donalds. I think that he is really, really good at it. And I, for one, am very much looking forward to see where he goes with all this. All right, Problematics. Up next, a 17-year-old girl at a YMCA in California was shamed by staff as a bigot because she had an issue with a biological male showering next to her. This is a real story. It is outrageous. I'll get into this with you after the break. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation we don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are. And it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. All right, Problematics, welcome back. So uh, this is more of what I'm starting to just call transanity, and obviously came from California, the most, I'm not even going to call this liberal, like the most radical leftist state in the country. And so a teenager testified that the staff of a San Diego area YMCA shamed her as a bigot because she was upset by seeing the genitals of a man who identified as a woman and was allowed to shower with girls in the women's locker room at the YMCA 
in San Diego. It was it is a completely ridiculous story. And I want you to listen to this in her words. This is her testimony to the Santee City Council about this. Good evening, council members and residents of Santee behind me. <laughs> My name is Rebecca Phillips and I'm 17 years old. I am not a resident of Santee, but I am employed at a local restaurant, the Omelette Factory, and I work out regularly at the Santee YMCA. Just two weeks ago, after finishing my shift at my job, I went to the gym to swim laps. As I was showering after my workout, I saw a naked male in the women's locker room. I immediately went back into the shower, terrified, and hid behind their flimsy excuse for a curtain until he was gone. I ran into a bathroom stall to change as quickly as I could, organizing my thoughts to share with the people at the front desk. As I did so, I could only think of my five-year-old sister, who I bring to this gym during the summer to, sorry, to enjoy their water slides. This is the YMCA, where hundreds of children spend their summer afternoons in childcare camps. This is the YMCA where my little sister took gymnastics lessons the locker room was supposed to be her safe haven to gossip with her friends and shower and change. When I asked the YMCA management what their policy was regarding transgenders, they confirmed that the man that I saw was indeed allowed to shower wherever he pleased. As long as you were not a red flag on Megan's Law, the California Sex Offender Registry, a grown male can shower alongside a teenage girl at your YMCA location here in Santee. I was made to feel as though I had done something wrong when I talked to people at the YMCA. Somehow, the indecent exposure of a male to a female minor was an inconvenience to them. When my dad spoke to the sheriff's office, they told him that he should never allow me to shower there ever again. The YMCA wouldn't let my father speak to the manager of the Santee branch. After waiting several days, he finally received a call from Terry Moss, who is the director of membership for San Diego County. She informed my dad that I was not in any danger at the time of the incident, that I was safe. But I ask you this, I'm assuming all of you either have a wife, a sister, daughters or granddaughters or are a woman yourself. Could you knowingly send an underage girl into a room where there was a naked male and say that she was not in danger, that she was safe, or more importantly, that this was right? The fact that we are now tailoring our privacy policies and bathroom laws around transgenders, ignoring the blatant threat to safety that this poses is obscene. The safety of children, girls, is on the chopping block. And this issue is not unique to one political party. Both Democrats and Republicans whom I have shared this story with have all been equally disgusted. So I implore you all to take action. So of course what you just heard right there is absolutely terrifying. And you know, look, you have to understand that this is the future that the left wants. Obviously, this is in California right now. The These sort of um, gender identity laws, these laws that are put on the books in these very far left states like California and New York, it basically says that biological males are welcome and open to be in any female space as long as they identify as female. As long as they say they're women, as long as they self-identify as women which is complete lunacy, right? And so, you know, I've 
backed off of a lot of this stuff in the past because it's all gotten so crazy but it's at this point right now i could do a segment every single episode on this trans insanity on this transgender lunacy whether it's the kids that are being put on puberty blockers at six years old and it's completely destroying their systems whether it is the women's spaces uh in the ymca in this case that's being taken over by trans-identified males. These are biological men who identify as women. Um, or if it's the you know other stuff that's going on, it, it, it is all very, very crazy. And so what we're really seeing right now is this. And this is the Trojan horse of the transgender movement. That has sort of infiltrated and completely taken over the LGBT and has turned it into something that it was never intended to be ever. And now there's so much money and so much influence and so much power. It is now at this point destroying that it is making LGBT seem meaningless. And when you do enough digging on this stuff and you look at some of this stuff, a lot of these quote-unquote transgender women are basically like they're incels. They're like mentally, they're like straight dudes. These people are not going, these people are not having surgeries. These people are barely doing hormones. These people are not, like some of them are not even shaving their facial hair. It is completely ridiculous. It is completely ridiculous. And the liberals, both gay and straight, the liberals of the left, have been so cowed into silence by the cowards of Twitter. Now, these people cannot even speak reality. The gay guys and lesbians that will not speak up about this because they're good little liberals, it's a, a fundamental weakness, and they are now sitting back as the LGBT is being completely destroyed among us. And I got to tell you, as a gay guy, I'm not very interested in fighting any battles for LGBT anymore. I, I'm I'm really not. Because these people are making their bed and they're going to have to lie in it. These people are now. Gays and lesbians fought so long for respectability. So long to just be treated as normal. So long to be integrated into society. And the TQ... And the radical part of the LGBT is pretty much destroying all of that stuff. So now, if you're a regular gay guy or lesbian, you don't want anything to do with any of it. And for me, I personally, I've stepped so far back from any of it. I don't want to be around all of the craziness. I don't want to go to, uh, you know, a drag brunch where there's going to be little kids. It's all ridiculous. But it is only going to get worse before it gets better in the only way, and I've said this before, this is not something that Republicans and conservatives will fix. And I personally am not throwing, my, I'm not throwing myself on that sword at all. This is not, this is not my battle. This is not my fight. I'm, I'm kind of done with it. The only way it's going to get fixed, the only way these things are going to change is if Gays and lesbian, gay and lesbian liberals, and I'm thinking particularly gay men on the left, somehow remember where they left their balls um, and, and start standing up and being men and advocating for the safety of women. Because as of right now, they are being bullied and, and pushed to the side by men who say they're women. 
And by the way, a lot of these trans-identified males, which is what I'm going to start calling these people, um, because I'm not going to call that she, her, but these are trans-identified biological males. Bio- these are biological men that say that they are women. And a lot of these people are heterosexual biological men that say that they are women. And so they bully and they pressure these lesbians. And they call themselves lesbians. It's ridiculous. It's twisted. It is not going anywhere good. And the only reason that it is allowed has been allowed to go this far is because of the fundamental weakness of liberals, of gays and, gay and lesbian liberals and liberals and progressives that are so afraid to not be liked that they will not speak the truth. And that's all I have to say about that until the next time some trans craziness comes up that I have to address here. And I will promise you I will only do these stories no more than once a week. But I tell you, there's about three to five of these stories that come out every single day. This The dam is breaking on the transgender insanity. And reality will be asserting itself a lot more in the next 20 years. I just wonder how much damage there has to be until it happens. All right, Problematics, thank you so much for joining me yet again. You can catch me on Can't Cancel Rob Smith every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday on iHeart Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.